Welcome to another episode of the CC Podcast Conversations, where inspiring Christians share their faith-filled stories. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and write a review. This helps push our content to a broader audience. Are you new to listening? Check out our other podcasts. First, the CC Podcast Daily Dose Devotions, where we're walking through the Bible, focusing on short clips of Scripture. Second is the CC Broadcast, where our weekly radio programming is archived. These podcasts are available wherever you're listening or at christiancrusaders.org. Okay, let's get started with today's episode. Here's our host, Matt Reister, the Executive Director of Christian Crusaders. Hey everybody, Matt Reister with the CC Podcast Conversations. I was just waiting to let a sneeze out before I hit record on this, and oh, that feels good. I, I think you should have hit record first and just <laughs> let our viewers hear just how massive the sneeze was. Listeners, I don't think we have viewers. Well, no, that's true. Yeah, good call. Good call. <laughs> By the way, what do you do on the YouTube page during this time? Because we're going to have video for this Heidi St. John interview. Uh, so mm. will it just be like a blank screen or something? Yeah, I suppose. I hadn't I hadn't really thought about it yet. Or just getting into video. You know, on the other, right, on the, we've done a couple previous ones before um, where we didn't necessarily have um, video for the interview. Uh, but we wanted to get it up on YouTube and, um, we just sort of, I used still pictures that we had. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so the part here where you and I talk, um, it was just a picture of you and a picture of me sitting, uh, just stand just on the screen. Oh, cool. Um, That'll work. You know? So yeah. That's anyway, that's a long way of saying check out our YouTube page. Cause we're starting to populate it with more and more <laughs> there's, content. There's a lot of stuff up there already. So yeah, it's, it's worth checking out. So we're back from NRB 2023. We're in Orlando today. We're going to hear an interview with Heidi St. John. This is one of my wife's heroes and mentors from afar. And, uh, I was really excited to get to meet her and that she gave us 15 or 20 minutes of her time. But I tell you what, this one is going to be a buckle your seatbelt interview. Yeah. what do you think of it? Yeah, it was great. Uh, it was, it was the, the, the most, uh, telling part of it was right off the bat, you started with, and, and we're not, you know, I told you from the front that we're not going to be political. <laughs> <laughs> that lasted all about. Eight seconds. And well, that all started the, the day before I saw her in the hallway. I said, are you Heidi St. John? I knew she was, but I was trying to be a little bit polite. And uh, introduced myself, told her about my wife, told her about Phil Hopper, who's a mutual acquaintance of ours. And I said, "If would you give me 15 or 20 minutes to interview you? And I said, you know, Christian Crusaders is not a political ministry really in any way, shape, or form. And at NRB, you run into some political types. A lot of Well, we had... First night there, uh, the keynote speaker was was Ron DeSantis. Uh, yeah. Two days before he, we 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 showed up just for historical purposes, just to see if he was going to announce on the stage. And so, yeah, there's there's a political bent to some of it. Yeah. Uh, and so I said, you know, it'd be great if you could come on, and we'll just kind of steer clear of that. And she kind of just looked at me and said, Matt, here's the deal: I'll come on your podcast, and we're talking about politics. Yeah. <laughs> so and and she did, and you know, to her credit. Uh, you know, the big thing, big takeaway for me, and I think for a lot of our listeners is going to be it, the Christians have shied away from politics, trying to, you know, be nice, uh, for probably too long. And, um, you know, getting involved and being engaged, um, is, is important at every level of society. Um, not just in your neighborhood, not just at your church, but at the ballot box too. Yeah. 
And so I think that this is, you're going to hear a couple things from Heidi that are going to maybe make you raise your eyebrows because Christian Crusaders is, is like I said, not a political ministry. We're Bible-based, gospel-preaching ministry. That's what we're going to stick to. We're not going to be primarily political. And if you don't listen real carefully to what Heidi's saying, you might think that we're veering into the ditch, but I don't think we were because, like, like Andrew said, her overall message was Christians need to get involved. She calls a couple things evil in the political realm, which will maybe be entertaining for some of you. And even if you don't share her view on that, you can take the main point, which is get involved in politics. And as I was thinking about this, you know, there's this documentary that just was put out on Twitter by Matt Walsh called What is a Woman? Mm -hmm. It's about transgender stuff. And the Bible is very clear on this. I mean, this, this is a thing that it's not a primary. Christians should have a biblical view on this. It's not primarily political. God made them man and woman, or male and female, and that's the end of the discussion from a biblical perspective. And so I don't feel bad saying that real boldly. And uh, what is a woman? This documentary came out. There was somebody in the documentary, it, it was produced maybe a year ago, who was a swimming teammate of Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas is the person who was Will Thomas, was on the men's swim team at University of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm in the Ivy League, and then transitioned to female and swam on the female swim team and, of course, was winning all these records and winning all these meets, and it was very controversial. One of Leah Thomas's, or Will Thomas's, however you want to think about it, teammates was on this What is a Woman documentary, and originally, a year ago when it was produced, she was blacked out and kind of shrouded because she didn't want to be public about it. Mm-hmm. It just came out. Uh, they, it's been out for a while, but they put it on Twitter, platformed it. It's been hundred and some million views, just gone crazy. Mm-hmm. And just a couple of days ago, Matt Walsh released an interview with this gal, Paula Scanlon, I think her name is. And now she's coming out into the open. It's a 30-minute interview. I'm actually going to link it on this podcast because I'm mentioning it. Look in the show notes for it. But the message that she gave was she was so kind of silenced and... and uh, scared into not speaking up when she knew this was wrong and she's had a year to think about it since she produced that first interview for what is a woman and now she wants to come out and talk about it to to defend women and to defend women's sports and uh it just reminded me when i was listening to it and you'll hear it too if you listen to the interview the link in the show notes that we can easily be shamed or scared into silence isn't mm-hmm. that, I mean, yeah. this cancel culture, no one wants to get hated on right. for taking a biblical view or, or a biblical stand on a controversial issue. Right. And uh, what Heidi is saying is enough of that. Yeah. Yep. And that so, makes sense. Uh, yeah, enjoy the interview with Heidi St. John. Thank you so much to Heidi St. John for taking your time with us and uh, tune in for other interviews from NRB 2023. <laughs> Everybody, Matt Reister at the 2023 NRB National Religious Broadcasters Convention. We're in Orlando, Florida. We're going to talk to Heidi St. John here in a second, but before we do that, I want to say thank you to our sponsors this year. That's Reasons for Hope. They're an apologetics ministry. They do great stuff, and you can find them at r4h.com. R F O R H.com. Heidi St. John. This is a household name in my house and in a bunch of homes where I hang out. Uh, I got to tell you, welcome, by the way. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Um, I got to tell you that uh, 
my wife, I don't remember how my wife came on to your podcast. My wife's a homeschool mom. Yeah. Just killing it. And was <laughs> has been totally encouraged by your ministry over the years. This is my son, Mason, by the way. He's our oldest. Hey, Mason. And, <laughs> and uh, she was listening to your podcast fairly faithfully. At the same time that she was starting to listen or had been listening for a while, I, what I told you last night was a little bit wrong. Um, I was in the process of vetting Phil Hopper, who's ah. a pastor at Abundant Life Church, to come preach at a conference that I lead in Northeast Iowa called the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, 102-year-old Bible conference, where we want solid Bible preachers. And my name, uh, Phil Hopper's name had been filtered to me. And as I'm listening to my wife get ready for the day, and I'm still laying in bed and she's listening to Heidi St. John, I'm kind of going like, who is this chick? Oh, like, it's Phil. No, it was you. Oh, it was me with yeah. the, but Phil no, wasn't no, on no, there? Was oh, I thought you were telling me there was Phil no, on it, with me. Oh, okay. It's just you, and you're saying stuff that's like, this is what we believe. I mean, from <laughs> top to bottom, and I mean, I'm a dude. Like, I don't typically listen to women on podcasts, but like, I'm like, babe, keep listening to this gal. I mean, she's got it <laughs> figured out. And and so I'm, I'm right in the process of making the decision on Phil, and I was, I was leaning in the right direction because Phil's obviously solid, but I didn't know him that well. And... I found out that you were at his church, yeah. And then it's like, okay, that was that was the final deal. Like, if this guy's willing to have Heidi St. John, who is a flamethrower and a bomb dropper, at his church, then he's not a wimp. And and kind of where I'm coming from on that is obviously at our Bible conference, we want guys that are faithful to the word, that are true with the gospel. But I think today, and you'd agree with this more than anything, we need bold men of God to preach. Everything in God's word, even the stuff that's not going to get them Do likes. the whole council. Amen. Yeah. So I'm so honored to have you on our podcast. We just got about uh, 13, 15 minutes. And uh, thank you for cutting time yeah. out of your day to be with us. No, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. And Phil, I know uh, I sent a text last night after I saw those guys. I'm that, a super fan of Phil and Krista Hopper. Yes. So the way it played out is after COVID, we got linked into his church. And we're part of an online campus. Yeah, with the prices. Yep. So yeah, my, my yeah. wife and I and Troy and Amy started getting together in each other's living rooms with our families. That's awesome. During COVID. And it turned into them renovating their barn. And uh, they've got a big group out there. And we're just excited to be in fellowship with them. Uh, Tim's daughter, Adrian, has, has been out there a little bit. I get to coach high school basketball alongside her. And have been long family friends. So anyway, your impact and your notoriety is great among our people Thank and you. thanks for everything you're doing you're welcome. now last night when i was talking to you about coming on here i said this is a christian ministry that's biblical and christ-centered and gospel oriented and what we don't want to do because i know just like me i've been very active in politics in iowa yeah. in the past and and you just got done running for congress i said yes. what we don't want to do is get real political we just want to focus on scripture and jesus and she said this is what Heidi said. She said, well, you know what? I'm going to come on your podcast and we're going to talk about how we should get more political. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in true Heidi St. John fashion, hey, this is where we're going, guys. And if, I yeah. mean, uh, if you're offended, you can change the channel, I guess. Yeah, don't change the channel. I mean, uh, the reason why we're where we are is because we haven't been involved in politics, right? I just got done uh, talking to my friend, Pastor Jack Hibbs. Right next door. Right next door. I've just joined the Real Life Network. My podcast can be syndicated there. And my whole, the theme of my life has been trying to get people to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. I mean, part of the reason why we're in the mess we're in in the culture right now is because the church has decided that politics is too dirty. 
We need two devices, too dirty. And so what we did when we got out of the, the realm of the political is we ceded that territory to the adversary. Yeah. And God is in the business of restoration, mm -hmm. right? And among those things is the restoration of nations. And God's people belong in the political sphere. It's going to be very, very hard for us to take our, our seat back. Uh, we gave it up. We left the town, we left the town square. Now you basically have to fight your way back into it because they don't want us there. But it needs to happen. It's the reason I ran for Congress. Uh, it's the reason I think the churches need to get more involved in politics. And by that, I do not mean in the business of necessarily endorsing a candidate. What I'm talking about is uh, urging people to vote, uh, setting up places where we can start collecting ballots so that people don't forget so that we say, hey, this is your civic responsibility, your civic duty. In a land where we have freedom, freedom isn't free, it needs to be protected. And we, if we continue to send uh, criminals and bad people of bad character, character should matter. And we should be paying attention to the character of the people that are running. We should be talking about it. Listen, I, in my run for Congress, I contacted over 200 churches. And I said, hey, my name's Heidi St. John. I'm running for Congress. Please, I'd love to come and speak for your, uh, for your luncheon. I would love to come to speak for your women's Bible study. Please let me come after church on an afternoon and address, uh, take questions. You know how many people got back to me? Uh, less than five. Two. Yep. Shame on the, on the pastors of Washington State who are hiding behind their 501c3s. And I told them, I said, that C is for coward. Y'all huh. are cowards. And, and what I keep hearing is a separation of church and state, which is such a lie, right? It's not this, even this, there. No, it's this misunderstanding of a, of a letter that Thomas Jefferson wrote to the Danbury Baptist Church. And actually what he was saying was the opposite yep. of what the left has been pushing. The left doesn't want the churches involved. Do you know why? Because they know they'll lose. If God's people would begin again to get involved in these, in these uh, discussions and these very important nation-shaping conversations, the left would begin to lose the grip of power that they've had over this country. And right now we are watching absolutely, uh, and my friend Mike Ferris is on my show this morning and we were talking about this, the, the Democrat party is an evil, wicked agenda. It is. And we're not talking about people, we're talking, although there are wicked people, right? But there are wicked people in both parties, let's be clear. For sure. But we're talking about a party platform. The party platform of the Democrats is a socialist party. It's a communist party really now. And socialism is incompatible with freedom. And I keep hearing people say, well, it doesn't really matter. You know, I love what my friend Pastor Rob McCoy says, you know, when they say, oh, politics is dirty. He'll say, well, the church is dirty too. What's your point? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we belong in these spheres of influence. And so I'm trying to get us away from the gospel or mentality back to a gospel and. Let me, for the sake of my listeners who are stroking out because, <laughs> because, <laughs> because we just said that the Democrat Party is evil. I, I want to, and I'm, I'm genuine about this, as you did, I had to pick a party to run with. You because, have to. Because you can't win as a third party candidate right. in America yet. And, and you can guess that I probably didn't pick the Democrat Party, but I, I picked the Republican Party. But I would say over the last several years as I've moved oh, I'm not moving away from politics, but professionally, I've moved more into Christian ministry and away from pursuing elected office. Yeah. I have been, and you said this, that there are shysters in, in both parties, yep. but it's not like, I mean, um, I'm not thrilled with the Republican Party. Nor and, should and so, you be. And so tell me. A lot of Christians have abandoned the political parties, and I, that includes the Republican Party. And I might go so far as to say that the organization itself, the Republican Party, might be evil as well. I mean, I, there are some yeah. things I agree with on with them on still, but it's uh, 
I, it's not like I want to paint the picture like Democrats are evil and Republicans are righteous because we're no, a long way from that. No, that's why I said it's not the people, although there are evil people on both sides of the aisle. The platform itself is evil. The platform is evil. We're talking about the promotion of abortion. We're talking about the promotion of comprehensive sex education. We're talking about a woke ideology that will teach your kids that there's 400 genders and they can be a narwhal whale by Friday if they want to be. We're talking about <laughs> things that are absolutely antithetical to the word of God, to the full counsel of God. And as Christians, we need to be honest about that. Yep. So someone, I, I did a podcast several months ago asking whether or not a pro-choice person could be a Christian. And I said, listen, that's between them and the Lord, but you can't be a Christian who's serious about following Jesus and be pro-choice because you're talking about the murder of the unborn. You're talking about the taking of innocent human life, which God clearly forbids in the word of God. And so to me, these are, this is not rocket science and why it has divided the church is so perplexing to me. And it's, 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 it's now we're suffering under decades of sloppy agape by pastors with no moral backbone to be able to stand up and say, no, if, if the role of the church is not to be in politics, then what in heaven's name is the role of the church? You, know, you talk about the gospel, right? But it should be the gospel and make disciples, right? That's what we're called to do. So we've full-blown gone into what I said to Heidi last night we weren't going to go into. <laughs> You're welcome. I told him I was going to do that. <laughs> but listen. I, th this, Time is short. <laughs> th this reminds me of, I remember back in the day, I was representing, do you know the Truth Project? Of course. Yeah. They're right in my backyard in Portland, Oregon. Uh, the Truth Project? Yeah. Like the biblical worldview curriculum? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I thought they were in... Colorado Springs. So the truth part, no. So well, there. So you're talking about the cartoon version of it. Del Tackett, the Truth Project. I feel like the Truth Project's right out of Portland now, but there's a maybe. Couple of, maybe it is, but anyway. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the Bible Project. Yes, you I'm are. I'm thinking of the Bible. Eh, yep. Scratch that. It's the Bible Project that's truth, outside of Portland. Yeah, Truth Project was yep. part of Focus on the Family. Yes, a guy named Del Tackett. Yes, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Really good stuff. And yeah. I was with the Iowa Family Policy Center at the time, and we were deputized by Focus on the Family at their FPC conference to come and bring the Truth Project to Iowa. And um, I remember being at a, a Blackhawk County Association of Evangelicals in the county where I live and pitching the Truth Project to these guys. I had a, a radio station manager from a Christian radio station come up afterwards and just unload on me because, <laughs> be, and, and there's nothing about the Truth Project that's political. It's all biblical worldview, but because it was associated with Focus on the Family and Focus on the Family had a reputation of, you know, being shills for the religious right, he was ripping me and he was a, he was kind of a liberal type guy and and uh, he started to lecture me about the civil rights movement I said now time time out a second um, dr. King led the civil rights movement from pulpits yeah. across America and the pastors who followed him many of them were preaching this stuff from the who pulpits. believed in the black robe regimen right this idea that that men who God had called to the pulpit had a, also a civic responsibility to proclaim the truth in every sphere of influence. So what we're not saying, and I don't know that Dr. King ever stood up on a Sunday and said vote Democrat or vote Republican, but he preached the word of God as it affected that issue at hand. And all you're saying and all we're saying is 
don't shy away from these issues from a biblical perspective. Yes, everything that we're voting on is a moral issue and God's word addresses it. If God's word addresses male and female, then by golly, we should be addressing it. What's happening in the transgender movement right now is a sin against God. It's a war against the creator God who said, I made you male and female in my image. The church should have a voice in this. We should be at the front of this conversation and not at the back. I met a a pastor, I mean, my husband and I have been in full-time ministry uh, for 30, nearly 35 years, right? So uh, we went to Multnomah School of the Bible back in the day and, uh, you know, wanted to go into full-time ministry and we have done that, raised all seven of our kids full-time in the ministry. But what we've seen happen in the last probably 25 years has been so discouraging to us as men and women who love the gospel. To see pastors shy away from these issues, you know, well, we don't want to talk about, uh, we don't want to talk about, you know, homosexual marriage. We don't want to talk about transgenderism. We don't want to talk about immigration. We don't want to, why not? Why not? And, and I guess that's the question I'm always bringing to the forefront. Why aren't we talking about that? Can you make a biblical case to me for why we're not doing this? Uh, and I believe that if, if the church, and this is sort of my, uh, I run a women's Bible study subscription service. It's called uh, Faith That Speaks. And I'm always asking women, if your faith found its voice, what would God have you say? If your faith found its feet, where would God take you? It requires courage. And what I see coming out of our pulpits across the United States is an astonishing lack of courage. And we need political courage. We need moral courage. We need it for these times. It requires it. And uh, Jack and I were just talking a few minutes ago about the, the one of the last verses in the Bible, in the book of Revelation, when God's talking about these are the, these are the, you want to see the characteristics of people who are going to wind up in the lake of fire. Do you know what the first one is? It's cowardice. And a coward is someone who knows what the right thing is, but will not do it because yeah. of fear. And my goodness, I mean, I know that you, you hear the passion and the fire come out of my, but we're at the zero hour right now. We're at the zero hour. We're at the jumping off place. Where are the men and women of God? When do we step in? At what point do we step into the fray? You know, we've heard for years, boy, if I was there, you know, when Hitler took over Nazi Germany, where was the church? Well, I can tell you exactly where they were. They were hiding. They were turning they were up afraid. The, the music so they didn't they hear the Jewish trains go by. Absolutely right. That's absolutely what happened. And that is happening again today. There are very few pastors who will wade into the political waters. They're afraid of the Johnson Amendment, which is a joke. Uh, the, the government has been essentially, and the left, huge part of this, right, lying to churches. When here, a crazy story, this actually happened, true story, this happened to me when I was running for Congress. My friend, uh, Pastor Rob McCoy, came up with another friend of mine, Rick Green, who runs the Patriot Academy, and they flew to Washington State to help me campaign for Congress. So here's Heidi St. John, homeschool mom of seven, never run for anything in my life. I've spent all my life in ministry. I didn't just run for school board, I ran for Congress. And one of the big churches there, in my area said that I could come and hold a rally. And we were talking about medical freedom and we were talking about the constitution and we filled up, they had a big giant tent because you know, the Rona wouldn't get you outside, only inside. <laughs> so uh, so the the criminals in the state of Washington who enacted these ridiculous, you know, I told them uh, whatever Father Fauci, the high priest of the Branch Covidians told them to do, they did it. <laughs> and so we're meeting outside in a tent so the Rona wouldn't get us in trouble with the government. And we filled that tent up, probably 800, 900 people that came out to hear a message of freedom coming from people who they knew loved Jesus. And the very next day, my Republican opponent running for the same seat that I was called that church and threatened to turn them into the IRS and strip them of their 501c3. That's wrong. 
first of all, it's a wrong application. The IRS ain't gonna strip you of your 501c3 for hosting an event like that. And secondly, it shows you the heart behind some of these Republicans who would weaponize a, a, the, against a church in order to stifle a message. You were running in a primary against a Republican. That's right. Yeah, that's... Yeah, and that's what I mean about the Republicans. Yeah. So I have, I'm, I'm under no illusion that the Republicans are the, the party of the righteous, but the Republican platform is far more righteous yeah. than the Democrat platform. And so that's what I keep going back to. Go it's back got to some that. flaws, it's got some holes, right? Yes, but here's the thing, and I wanna finish my, my little story about the, the, uh, the church, because that church never held another political event again after that political candidate threatened them. If that was my church, next Sunday, man, I'd been like, guess what? We're doing it again. And instead, they sufficiently scared him. And I just, I'm like, it's, an, it's a lack of understanding about how government works and what our role is in it, and we're being taken advantage of. You got to get going. Um, where can people find you, and what other topics? I know you're in, real involved with homeschool and education stuff. Yeah. What other stuff are you passionate about that if they get on your podcast, you can tell you I'm talk. passionate about everything. I like, to, <laughs> I, I like to talk about everything. How about the Iowa Hawkeyes? Uh, except for sports. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my family, uh, my husband's a musician. He used to open for Petra, a very gifted oh, guitar yeah. player. Uh, all my kids are musicians and artists. Uh, and so we have, you, I think you got to do one or the other, right? And so we went, we went that way. But people can find me at HeidiStJohn.com if they're interested in what we're doing with regard to homeschooling. We have the nation's largest uh, homeschool learning center. It's been founded in Vancouver, Washington. You just Google the Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center. Uh, my husband and I started the nonprofit organization Firmly Planted Family about 25 years ago. And our hope is to plant these learning centers all over the country to build them as sort of educational arcs. And so as the woke waters are rising in the culture, more and more parents are looking for options. And we're trying to open up a third lane to assist families who want to homeschool their kids. So that's really important. I have a women's Bible study, Faith That Speaks, that puts out new studies every single month. I am a passionate defender. Uh, of the whole counsel of God. My grandmother was a Bible teacher. My granddad was a pastor. I grew up uh, listening to them, uh, teaching the word of God. And then of course the Heidi St. John podcast, which airs five days a week, wherever podcasts are available. And I have a brand new book coming out. So Tyndale is publishing my eighth book for me. Uh, and it comes out, I think in six weeks, it's called Mom Strong 365. It's a 365 day devotional for mothers. So awesome. a lot going on. From a husband who is grateful for the influence and encouragement you've given my wife and representing a bunch of husbands who are in that category, thank you very much. You're very welcome. It's, it really, truly is an honor to be able to speak uh, on behalf of the Lord of Heaven's armies. Awesome. Thanks for your time. Thanks. The CC Podcast Conversations is part of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry, started in 1936 and is one of America's longest-running radio ministries. We are 100% donor-funded, and donations to our ministry are tax-deductible. So if you are encouraged, challenged, or inspired by today's conversation, please consider making a donation on our website, christiancrusaders.org, or mail a check to Christian Crusaders, 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. In addition to our other podcasts, which I mentioned at the front of this episode, I want to mention two of our other ministry partners worth checking out. First, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, equipping believers with the truth of God's Word since 1922. Visit cedarfallsbibleconference.com for free access to previous conference content or for more information about upcoming events. 
second is Power to Change Digital Strategies, an online ministry partnering volunteer Christian mentors with people around the world searching the internet for answers. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online conversation with a caring Christian adult, go to issuesiface.com. Or if you would like to be a volunteer Christian mentor, please visit p2cdigital.com. That's the letter P, the number two, and the letter C, digital.com. See our episode notes for details and links, and remember to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and write a review. God's richest blessings to you, and thanks again for listening.